we wasn't supposed to be here. You made us believe. You kept us off the street. Put clothes on our backs, food on the table. When you didn't eat, you made sure we ate. You went to sleep hungry. You sacrificed for us. You the real MVP. Welcome to the first episode of Katie's Burner, the podcast. Your one-stop shop for all things sports, where three college kids give some unsolicited opinions on the week's top sports moments. We got Cole Colombo in the house. Hello, how are you guys doing today? And Matt Meow. What's up, guys? Thanks for stopping in. I'm your host, Charles Zhu, and this week we'll be going over a little bit of everything, from the upcoming All-Star break in the NBA, to college football, to the Tigers... And of course, the Astros and what it can mean for baseball. At the end of the episode, we'll wrap up with our favorite sports moments of the week. Stay tuned. Let's move on to our first topic of the day, the NBA. Um, the All-Star break's coming up soon, Cole. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about some players you've been uh, interested in this season. So, I think you can start off first with Luka Doncic. I mean... It's a good one. Luka has been amazing this year. I think if Giannis wasn't dominating the league on a nightly basis, Luka would definitely be the MVP favorite. Um, That's a hot take. Yeah. Second year... Not Harden... No. Not LeBron, AD. I think Harden, I think he's, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Harden. I just think Luka's having a better year. Harden's a good player, but I'm biased towards Harden. I don't like Harden. I don't like watching the Rockets play. I think he it's very ugly boring. Beard. Ugly beard. Cold take. I mean, I can't grow that, so I think it's pretty cool. Ugly beard. Did you see that, um, that post on Reddit? They made a regression. I don't use Reddit. Of uh, Harden's performance in places where there's good strip clubs, and I it's did actually not see that. yeah, yeah. So they like graphed it, and in like Miami, he actually does a lot worse than on average. <laughs> and if you go to what like Oklahoma City, he does really well. Does Houston have it's good actually, strip clubs? Um, yeah, I think so. I guess so. I mean, he spends like twenty k every night on that. No stuff. wonder he always loses to the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So, Anyways, I think Luca really reminds me of like Larry Bird from what I've heard. Larry Bird, when you watched him, he was never anything special. You were just <laughs> he was just out there. Luca's pretty special. But when you watch Luca, you're not like like when you watch Giannis, you're like, oh my god, this guy is amazing. When you watch Luca, you're just like, yeah, he's average, but he does everything amazing, and you're just that is true. You're just like, oh, Luca, he's playing the game, and then all of a sudden you look up and he's got 30 points and a triple double. And NBA like, legend comp, Larry Bird or Dirk Nowitzki? Well, Jerry West already <laughs> said he's going to be better than Dirk, so. The German Brotherhood. 
Lucas Fletcher. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> European from, Brotherhood. Yeah, that. European Brotherhood. He's from Slovenia. What's that? <laughs> <Exactly>. A continent. <laughs> that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, like if he keeps this up, he's putting up LeBron numbers. Yeah, I think him and LeBron are the only two guys to put up similar numbers in their second year. So. Yeah. Trey Young's doing pretty well too, you know. Yeah, but Luca's an MVP leading a good Mavericks team, and Trey Young is playing good on the worst team in the league. You think Young's going to be as good as Curry? I mean, not like accolades, but in terms of stats, shooting. He might even have better stats just because Curry, the whole three pointer era, didn't take off until Curry was in the prime of his career. And that's true. Trey stepped right into it, so Trey might. Trey might hit, what, 4,000 threes in his career or something like that? Yep, yep. Now, you got someone else on the list who's a bit of a dark horse. I think Devontae Graham is putting um, together a most improved player. Who the heck is that? Devontae Graham. He's a point guard. What do you mean, dark horse? Are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> like a dark horse, like someone who hasn't been noticed much. I think, though. I'm, I'm just colorblind. I don't see color. If De- if Devontae Graham played on a Boston or a New York, everyone would hear about him. But he's still pretty popular around the league. He's putting together a really good season, and he's kept the Hornets competitive for most of the year. They're yeah. still in that playoff chase just because they're in the East. But <laughs> you know, everyone thought they were going to be the worst team in the league, not the Hawks. But Terry Rozier, yeah, <laughs> scary Terry. <laughs> he's actually been. Pretty good this year. He's making more threes than when he was on the Celtics. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he's, his role is a six man. You yeah. Know? Did you ever go to any Celtic games <clears throat> while you were out in Boston? No, not really. Mm. I should, though. I should. Yeah. I went to a Red Sox game. That was fun. How was that? That was good. Yeah. Go Sox. We got Chavez. They played the Oreos, so it wasn't a good game, but yeah. it was fun, yeah. Was that just a fireworks show? Basically. The yeah. socks just lighting up. Who like Dylan Bundy? I think it was Dylan Bundy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's on the Angels now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the Angels really screwed it up. They didn't get any pictures, you know. Yeah. Well, let's take it back to Bass. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. Speaking of the Celtics, you got Jalen Brown on your list, right? Yeah, Jalen Brown. I think a lot of people they were laughing at the fact that the Celtics gave him that max contract extension and. He's really proved that he looks really good. Um, who knows? Maybe one day Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown will be equivalent to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on the Clippers, two really dominant wing players in the NBA. That's true. But, yeah. Who's uh? I think Jason Tatum is a little younger too, right? Yeah, I believe he's one year younger, yeah. maybe two years. But I think one of them will be traded. We might see like a Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady type thing. You know? I don't think so. I think I think that's the core of their team. These two. Really strong wing players. Yeah. yeah. What happened to fucking Gordon Hayward? Gordon Hayward after he, he broke his foot? Yeah, he got oh, hurt. Again? Yeah. Oh. Well, really, again? Well, he you broke know, last you saw year. that like. He broke it last year. No, it went years 90 ago. degrees. No, that was you know? two years ago. Like the first game of the season, right? Yeah, that was two years ago. Where, what's he doing now? He, He's got like six daughters. That's all I know. Oh, he's just <laughs> piping out daughters? Yeah. Can't stroke yeah. out a son? I think that's what happened. Sadly. So he's yeah. just not playing anymore? 
Nice. No, he got hurt, and then he came back, but he wasn't as good. But he started off the season really well. I think if he gets back to being a really good player, the Celtics could be a dark horse for the title. I think Hayward peaked in college. Ah! The Butler team was good. I wouldn't say that. He, he was pretty good, was on good on the Jazz. Yeah. If he just wouldn't have gotten hurt, who knows? Maybe that Celtics team wins yeah, a maybe title. Maybe if he finally stroked out a sign, he'd <laughs> be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the key. Yeah, six, da- six daughters is a tough take. Yeah, it's a mean, tough one. Yeah, I like um, I like the Heat this season. You know, they're looking very tough. Good mm-hmm. defensive team. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler looks like he's fitting in. I don't think the Heat thought they were going to be this good either. You know. Yeah, I mean, who who saw Duncan Robinson being a great player? I mean, yeah, that guy went to my school for one year. Wow, he went to his college. He's playing D3. D3 basketball a couple years ago. Now he's starting on, what, the number two team in the Eastern Conference? Number three team? Yeah, shooting like 47% from three. He's something else. Yeah. Tyler Hero's been really good for them, too. Oh, that white guy? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Looks like he's straight out of high school. Yeah. (laughs) I see a lot of Twitter videos about him. Yeah, yeah. Savage. He compares a lot to Devin Booker just because he shoots well and he's from Kentucky. The light skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what what do you think about the season so far, Matt? Well, seems like there's a lot of good basketball going around. Um, a lot of dribbling, a lot of shooting. That that was very insight. Yeah. Incise, yeah I don't insight. watch basketball. Cool. I think we can cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you ask me? Can we actually have some opinion from you? Yeah. No, I don't have an opinion. I thought you had like two pages worth of stuff. Not on basketball. That's why I needed your notes. I gave you some. You just said it all. Matt, I know you uh, You don't follow basketball that much, mm-hmm. but uh, have you heard anything this season? Anything that caught your attention? No. <laughs> here, here, here. Here, you can talk about the Grizzlies being a surprising number eight seed, and maybe they're going to keep Andre Iguodala. All right. Who's on the Grizzlies other than Iguodala? Ja Morant. Oh, John Moran. Jaron Jackson. Iguodala hasn't played yet this season. But if they keep it up, maybe he stays and they... Why hasn't he played? Because he's waiting to get traded. It's a mutual uh, agreement. Yeah. Yeah. He'd probably go to the Lakers. Or the Clippers. Oh, that's true. You're a Clips fan, right? Love them. They're doing okay this season. Yeah. They don't look like they're trying, though. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Some nights they look really good. Other than Beverly. Yeah. Beverly's a crackhead. So moving on to our next segment, Go Tigers. we're going to talk about the best Tigers, Go Tigers. coming on. Since the LSU Tigers won the national championship this last Monday, we're going to talk about the best Tigers teams in history. And But when we say history, we, we mean within our lifetimes last <laughs> two decades yeah. 20 years yeah we're we're tw- 2000 we're 20 and 21 years old so we're just gonna keep it within the last two yeah. decades or so um and in this segment we're also gonna include the lions because they don't even get included in much so you know why not throw them in with the tigers <laughs> so matt you want to start off first who do you think well, who's your best tigers well so 
for me, it's either between um, the 2012 Tigers team. Baseball. Yeah, the, the Detroit 2012 Tigers. Detroit Tigers baseball team where they went to the World Series and eventually lost to the Red Sox where they had Miggy Cabrera, um, Victor Martinez, um, Prince Fielder, and then just those studs on the staff. We've got... Uh, <laughs> just Scherzer, name all the Cy Young winners. Scherzer. Scherzer. Porcello. Porcello. Verlander. Anibal Sanchez. Oh, Sanchez on the oh. Nats. The guy was a stud this year for the Nats. Wasn't so he Nats. an ERA leader one year? Or was that Priscilla? Who was the guy on the Tigers that got, that got their perfect game blown by the umpire? That Armando was, um, Galarraga. Galarraga. <laughs> was that during the same time period? No, that was before, I think it was right? like a year before. Yeah. Damn. They had a stacked team. Well, Galarraga wasn't good. He just had one. Yeah, he, just had one. <laughs> he had a flu game. He had a flu game. Good game. Great game. Perfect game. Perfect game, <laughs> if I do say so. But yeah. Yeah. Um, it's either between the 2012 Detroit Tigers or just this championship win in um, LSU football team led by Joe Burrow and Ed Orgeron. Go Tigers. Can we include the Cubs in this too? No, those are no. bears. Those are bears. Those, are bears. those are bears. I know we're counting Lions, but Lions are like—they're not going to get voted in either way. Well, I'm voting in the Lions. Why? I'll start off with mine. I no. Th- Can we do Panthers? Oh no, no! Uh, they would have shown off my animal knowledge. You know, they wouldn't win anything. But I mean, Cam Newton fumbled and didn't hop on the ball. But yeah. I mean, let's <laughs> oh, not. Let's not. Let's not. Yeah. Yeah, against the Broncos in the Super Bowl. But um, for me, my favorite Tigers teams were, I'd start off with the 2011. Speaking of Cam Newton, sorry, but you can even throw in the 2010 Auburn football team. The Auburn Tigers. Led by Cam Newton. Yeah, that's true. Hell of a season, but continue. So I would say mine would probably be the 2011 Detroit Lions. You know, the Lions were, uh, they were a team that, didn't do a whole lot of winning in their history. They still don't do a whole lot of winning. But that year, they managed to make it into the playoffs, and they played the Saints in a pretty good regular in a pretty good playoff game, and they made it to the wild card. They had some good players on that team: Matthew Stafford, Megatron, Megatron. And they've never had a running back though that was really good. Who was their running back that year? Uh, it was Joyke Bell and Javid Best. <laughs> so. And no one knows who those guys are. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie Bush has probably been Matthew Stafford's best running back in his career. When was he on the... I, th- I think in like 12, 2012 oh. or 13. But uh, And then on the defensive line, they had Nick Fairley, who was a good player back at Auburn on the other Tigers. And uh, they had an Indomitian Sue. And... Dirty player. Is he still in the league? Yeah. Yeah, he played on the Bucks this year. He was so, on the Rams and on then the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Bucks. He was on the Dolphins at one point, right? Yeah, he went to the Dolphins, Dolphins Rams, Rams, Bucks. Bucks. I think he's a free agent now. Yeah. Mm. Maybe he'll go to the MMA like Greg Hardy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut that one. <laughs> so what about you, Chuck? Who no. Who is your favorite Tigers? I'll have to go with the 2011 Detroit Tigers. No, uh, yeah, Detroit Tigers team. They were my favorite. Yeah. I liked Miggy. Was that the year Miggy won the Triple Crown? Might have been. I believe so. Yeah. Or it might have been 12. Might have been 12. Yeah. Miggy yeah. was pretty good. 
You think Miggy's a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yeah. Just based on the fact he, he had a World around. Series with the Marlins, right? Yeah. I think so. Because yeah. like Ricky, even Hanley, right? That was no weird. Hanley didn't win it. Oh. What a weird franchise, the Marlins. They were in the rebuild and they won it. Yeah. And then they shipped him off. Yeah. Big mistake. Big. Remember Dontrell Willis? No. Oh, the big lefty. Yeah, that dude was good. Yeah, they, that was raw. They went to the Tigers and it was awful. Yeah. Is that the guy with the weird windup? Yeah, yeah, he lift his leg <laughs> all the way up to his face, pretty much. <laughs> he was very durable, though. Yeah, until he got to the Tigers. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Do you think uh, Victor Martinez is a Hall of Famer? No. Yeah, definitely not. He had that one crazy. I think it was. 14 season, 16 season. He seasons? was a solid ball player. He was on my yeah, fantasy team. Good for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Good for a long, long time. Yeah. He's like the the Joe Maurer of the Tigers. Yeah. Except a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Joe Maurer's a Hall of Fame, right? No. Right? What? That's borderline. <laughs> Joe Maurer? I think what? I think because he did play catcher, yeah. Borderline. I mean, he had like three years where he was really, really, really dominant. Oh, and then he like, what, broke everything in his body? Yeah, kind of like me. He had an MVP, right? <laughs> he had an MVP. I think he might have had two. Two? Hmm. All I know is that I always see this YouTube video of him, like, backhanding the ball off the bricks at Nat Park. At oh, Park. I saw mm-hmm. that. Are you the one that? the no-look backhand? Yeah, I watch yeah. it every time it pops up. He used to be the poster boy of uh, MLB The Show. Remember that? No. Yeah. I don't play video games. I'm an adult. All right, let's move on to our last topic of the day, the Astros. Next. And the, next. Last it's to- the last topic of the day. Oh, wait, last topic, but not the last segment. All right, let's move on to something that's been on our minds lately. We've all been baseball players. Let's talk about the Astros and the punishment the MLB handed down. So this week, the MLB stated that the Houston Astros will be punished with a fine of $5 million, which is the maximum they can give with the Major League Constitution. And they're also going to have their first and second round picks in the 2020 and 2021 drafts taken away. Um, do you think this punishment is heavy, light? What do you think, Cole? Well, you're also missing that Jeff Lundhau, the ringleader of the Astros, was suspended for a year and then fired along with A.J. Hinch, the manager of the Astros, but no, it's a very weak punishment for what they did, the slap on the wrist. They won the World Series and they basically got away with it. If you could ask any owner in Major League Baseball, would you trade a World Series for four draft picks and $5 million? They would say yes every single time. I actually don't think that the $5 million is a slap on the wrist because when was the last team, when was the last time that any team has been fined $5 million? Like, never. And this is, this is like the league maximum. So that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, but when you profit off of winning a World Series, $5 million is nothing. But it just, leaves, it just leaves an asterisk <laughs> next to their name. They should have, at minimum, taken away their title. I agree with that, yeah. Strip the title. Strip the Red Sox title. Even though the Red Sox title isn't as bad. Because 
all they did was they were just studying the signs using video, and then they had to get runners on base to relay them, which is like I, th- I think you have to wait for their uh, for the report to come out on the Red Sox to decide on whether they should strip that title or not. But based on the report, the Astros should definitely lose their title in 2017. Yeah. I don't think it should be awarded to the Dodgers. Because the Dodgers might not have won either. Yeah, it could have easily been the Yankees that got mm-hmm. there and won it all. And still, the Astros were a very good team. Yeah. And speaking of the Red Sox, they fired their manager, Alex Cora. No, mutually agreed to part ways. <laughs> That's the phrase of the week. <laughs> <laughs> mutually agreed. <laughs> Carlos Beltran also mutually, mutually agreed. <laughs> all right, let's talk about Beltran. What's going on? Something just happened this morning. Caught everyone's attention. Yeah, bro. His niece is going off. Yeah, <laughs> that burner account is going off. So apparently, Carlos Beltran's niece went on Twitter and said that Jose Altuve, who won the MVP in 2017, Asterisk. and Alex Bregman, who was a very good player in the World Series in 2017, <laughs> <laughs> were wearing electronic buzzers on their right shoulder, and. After she posted the tweet, her Twitter goes private, and she says that she has photos to prove it, but she didn't post them. And like MLB denied this, right? They said it's false or like it's yeah, they, just made up. Yeah, they already came out and said that it's not true, that they explored it, and that it was just a rumor. And but. that just seems like the biggest cover-up, because this is still like a pretty solid rumor, right? Like nothing's been given out of this. Yeah, I think you can also look at um, the video of... In 2019, when Jose Altuve hit the walk-off home run yeah. to go to the World Series, and you can see he's telling the his teammates at home plate, "Don't rip off my mm-hmm. jersey," and he's holding it really tight. Like, and right after, he just goes straight into the into the clubhouse to change into a different shirt. Yeah, like, that's a little suspicious. Whenever after you win the the pennant, you take off your jersey and you put on the stripping down, bro. Yeah. pants off too. Like, and then Ken Rosenthal is like, "Oh, why didn't you take off your jersey?" I'm a little shy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little shy. He wasn't shy, like, bro. Come on, he was cheating. No. <laughs> he was wrong. Yeah, this is the biggest scandal they've said since Black Sox when they were uh, throwing games about a century ago. I don't see color. <laughs> Um, so who do you think's behind this burner account, this, uh, Carlos Beltran's niece's burner account? Do we have any clues? You see, yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Our take is that someone on the, someone on the Astros or someone that was on the Astros that was just done, like, terribly dirty. So it's probably, my take is Justin Verlander, because he's, like, he was super outspoken, like, super outspoken about, like, cheating and everything like that. And then, like, he doesn't say anything now. Like, he has no takes about this, so, like. Maybe this is him just trying to get it off his chest. I don't think it makes sense for it to be Verlander, though, because he's still on the team. Why would he want to hurt his own because team? Because he was so public about it. Just When was he public about it? Before the Astro. Before all this went out. Oh. All he was talking about is like how he doesn't like sign stealing. Just stuff, like, just stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's Dallas Keuchel, personally. Fair point, yeah. I mean, Dallas Keuchel got screwed over by the Astros. <laughs> After he won a Cy Young there, won a World Series, and then they gave him that contract. They qualified his contract and pretty much made it where he had to return there for cheap or he wasn't going to be able to play half of 2019. So I think this is his way of getting back at the Astros. I mean, he sat out for what, a couple months before before his season started? 
Yeah, I mean, because he couldn't sign. Didn't he sit, sit like months through the season? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't <clears throat> play until like June. Yeah, he didn't play until like, yeah, almost. They offered him a qualified offer, which means if someone signs him, and they're outside the top ten picks in the draft, they have to give up their first round pick. So, since first round picks are so valuable, what does that pick go up to? I think it just falls behind the first round, and then the Astros get it. So there's like a compensation oh. round, and it's like, oh, like the thirtieth round, the thirtieth pick, that sort of thing, right? Yeah so, yeah, so it'd yeah. be like after everyone's done in the first round, it'd be like, okay, compensation round, and then the Astros would have okay. a pick there. Yeah. And that's the thing about these four picks they're taking away. I mean, they will be drafted as a crapshoot, you know? It is. Yeah. You the, know. the four picks is nothing. I mean, I wouldn't say it's nothing, but it's not going to hurt them right now. They're also going to be good for the next couple of years. You know? Are they, are they going to be good? Yeah, Bergman's young. They're awful not at home. Without cheating, they're awful. See, I, I got these numbers right here. Um, Altuve hit in the postseason. Altuve hit 472 with six homers at home, and away he hit 143 with one homer. That's terrible. Yeah. 143 is awful. That's in, that's single A right there. If that, yeah. So I don't know if they're going to be good anymore. That also brings up the question: How long have they been doing this for? I mean. Who knows? Did it start in 2017? When did their numbers spike up? I think in 2017. I mean, they went from the team uh, that struck out the most to the team that struck out the least. The team that strikes out the least historically is the best at baseball. Yeah. But uh, also you got to look at it and go, was it because they were cheating or was it because they had all these amazing players? Or were these amazing players good because... They were good because they cheated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how did Marlon Gonzalez do this season? I don't know, but uh, well, I think he did pretty good, right? <laughs> I don't. Know. I think they're all he good players, hurt, right? But I don't know. Look up, look up his numbers. I ain't got internet. <laughs> yeah, bro. But like the Red Sox don't need to cheat because they're already really good. <laughs> Mark Zell is pretty good. He actually improved yeah. his average. Yeah. Two sixty-four, uh, fifty-five RBIs. Yeah, the Twins were pretty good this year. They even got better with Donaldson. Yeah, that would be a nice They got signing. way better with Donaldson. I saw the whole Twins lineup, their OPS, everyone is above 800. We yeah, I don't know what OPS season. means. I know that's good, but <laughs> <laughs> they're good. So, they lead, they led the league in homers, right, last year? I wouldn't doubt it. Probably the Yankees. Are the well, they just went ahead and added another person who's just going to boost that lead in homers. Do you think Donaldson will be good next year? Oh, yeah. He's going to be good for like three years. That fourth year is I think right. he's injury prone. So what do you think? What punishment would have been suffice for the, the Astros? Astros? We'll strip the title. Um, I would like to see lifetime bans for Alex Cora because he was like, supposedly he's the ringleader. And, and he also, also went on to do it at Boston. Yeah, he also just took it over and went to Boston with it. And then also Carlos Beltran because he was also very vocal and very... Um, very ad- advocating that, and then, like honestly, just cancel their season. But how would you cancel their season? That's like, a lot of money. Don't have them play. I just, just bang their season. That's not possible. So I yeah. think that's a lot. That's a, that's a reach right there. I think I think even <laughs> lifetime bans are a little excessive. Yeah. Unless unless the buzzing, the the buzzer that they were wearing is true. Then I think Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman definitely deserve that's so, a lifetime ban. That's so much right there. That's so much going into that. Yeah. I mean, that's just 
amazing cheating. Yeah. That's such a smart way to go through that. I mean, I've read on Twitter that people have been saying, you know, I'd rather face someone on steroids than someone who knows every pitch that's coming to them. Yeah, because you can still make a fool out of someone who's on steroids. Yeah, people yeah. on PEDs are getting suspended for, what, half a season? Yeah. I mean, so. Barry Bonds struck out when he was on steroids. It's not like it made him the best player ever. He, he is the best player. <laughs> he, is the best he did. Player. He, he is the best. He was player on track ever. before uh, he took steroids though, to be a Hall of Fame. He's the best player. What happened to Adrian Hinch? He's uh, fired, right? Mutually yeah. parted ways, or I, I, no? I think they released no. Him, I think right? they, they fired him. him. I don't think it was a mutually parted. Yeah, ways. I think they released him. But I think it was like AJ Hinch went up to them. Yeah, guys, just fire me. <laughs> I think it was one of those. I mean, I've heard reports where he used to smash the televisions where they broadcast the live feed. Because he didn't approve of it. I don't he, know if it's true or not. I think he didn't like the live feed. Is which, that true? Yeah, he didn't He didn't like that they were doing that, but it also begs the question, why didn't you stop it? You're the leader of yeah, the team. Yeah, that sounds so weird. Like, hey, he smashed two speak. TVs and that's it? I think it's also hard to control millionaires, you know? So AJ Hinch, list your managerial duties. <laughs> Setting the lineup. Smashing, a t- smashing two TVs. <laughs> And then anything else after that, so I don't know. And Only then, two TVs. And then sounding like a jerk after oh, the yeah, Yankee no. game when they when they were like, uh, there were reports you were stealing signs. And but you- the Yankee games, it's crazy because they won. I think they won every every away game. Every game they won was at Yankee Stadium, right? Or, no, this was two years ago. This was in 2017. I mean, that's what happened in the World Series, right? Nats won every away game. Yeah, yeah. On every week. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, the Nats did a really good job. Yeah, go Nats. The, Thank go God Nats. the Nats won. Go Could Nats, you imagine baby. how much worse this would be if the Astros had won two? The Astros won. Titles this would have never came out. No, nah, this would have came out because Mike Fires, the guy who broke it all, would have still said all this. Oh, he was on the A's, huh? Yeah, yeah. You think he's a saint for doing this, or he's just he's a rat? A guy who's uh, he's not a rat. <laughs> he's a rat. <laughs> or is he just a bitter he's, guy? He's cleaning up the game. He's doing the good job. He's I think so. Yeah, I, I, mean, I do commend him for what he's doing. You it's know? tough to say that when the it's Astros tough to co- are people yeah. giving you money. You it's t- and he won a World Series with them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's did, tough huh? to come out and say that, you know, this team was cheating. So do you think if they would have stripped the title, they would have had to give their rings back? And if they had to give their rings back, do you think Mike Fires had to give his ring back too? Mike Fires would have volunteered to give his ring back. I don't think he would have. I think he would. I think MLB would have been like, "You did a good job. You can keep your ring." But I think at this point, it's so hypocritical of him to call them out and be like, "They didn't deserve it because they cheated," and then for him not to, for him to be on the team and then not give his ring back. I think it. No. Just pawn it real quick. <laughs> Go to Chung Lee. Oh, no free ads. <laughs> no free pub. <laughs> no free ads. Yep. Prowler. Five viewers, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, well, uh, plenty more to talk about. What are we looking forward to next week? What, what other information are we looking to find? Right, Harvard of the West! <laughs> not, not real Harvard, <laughs> just the West. <laughs> this Harvard. What did we end on? We should go from there, because we had awkward silence. Um, well, I think there's plenty more to talk about, but uh, we'll wait until next week to find out some more information. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh. <laughs> you gotta let us know. You yeah. Gotta be like, well. Yeah, be, all right, we're on air. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Pause. Well.
I think there's plenty more to talk about, but we'll leave it at that for this episode. Now let's move on to our last segment of the day. Favorite sports moments of the week. Who wants to go first? I'll start it off. All right. Start off with a hot topic. Um, go Tigers. My favorite sports moment of the week. Joe Burrow. Carrying LSU. Throwing for six TDs. 463 yards. Just dominating Trevor Lawrence and Clemson. Unreal game from an unreal college football player. He's going to be the first quarterback off the board. Not only first quarterback, first pick off the board. Fair. Yeah. And not only did he do all that in the championship game, he delivered Trevor Lawrence his first loss. That's first call- loss of his... Co- yeah. You have to say that Trevor Lawrence is also an unreal player. For not losing until now, yeah. that's tough. If he would have won that game and then won the national championship next year, do you think he would have been the greatest college football player of all time? I mean, three national titles in three years. Undefeated in all three years? Yeah. He would have to be up Yeah, there's a no-doubter. Yeah. But what if he didn't win the Heisman ever? Do you think he still would be the greatest of all time in college? Statistically, yeah. And, like, accolade-wise, as in, like, national championships and, like, bowl wins, yeah. But... Because Clemson's a really good football team. Yeah, he would probably have to win the Heisman to be considered the greatest ever. I think the greatest QB of all time in college? Tim Tebow, right? I think in our lifetimes. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, okay. I don't know if we could say of all time. I think I think Joe Burrow might have just had the greatest oh, yeah. season of all time yeah. for QB. Yeah, greatest season. Of QB. But you also got to remember Cam Newton was really good at Auburn that one year he was there. And Was that a really good season? No, it was like Joe no. Burrow just smoked his season. It, it was like almost as good as Joe Burrow's season. And Did they she, win the Natty with Auburn? Yeah, they yeah. did. But 2010, right? I think. 10 or 11? Because yeah. he was drafted in 2011. So, so 10. I think so. The 10-11 season? Yeah. I think yeah. So. <laughs> but um, Cam Newton had no NFL players on his offense. Then Joe Burrow probably has a couple of stars on his team. Like Jamar Chase was really good in the oh, national team. Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. Randy Moss's son. Daddy is Moss. Yeah. So what was your favorite sports moment of the week, Charles? You know, I think I'm going to go back to basketball. And uh, I think Markel Fultz is triple-double. It's a good comeback story. You know, he had the yips for a couple years. Couldn't even shoot a free throw. But uh, he came back and, you know, although all his baskets were at the rim, he came in with 20 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. Good overall game. And the Magic beat the, uh, who do they beat? The Lakers, right? And the Magic beat the Lakers. Yeah. So I'd say that, you know. Yeah. You know, if we had to do the draft over again, you know, it must be tough for uh, Fultz to be number one when you got Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum, Jonathan Isaac, and De'Aaron Fox going right behind you. But uh, I think he's on a good path back. Yeah. Who do you think would have been number one for to do that over today? Hmm. Tatum. You know, I like, uh, yeah, Tatum's good. I think Darren Fox is going to be a all star for the next ten years. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know he, about that one. He plays in the Western Conference. The West is <laughs> that's tough. True, that's Mike true. Mike Conley's never made the All Stars. That's true. And he's an amazing point guard. So I don't know. I'm a fan of speedsters. 
Yeah. All right, Cole, what about you? Um, I'd say my favorite sports moment was the Astros getting getting their penalties, even though it wasn't... <laughs> a weak punch to the throat. <laughs> even though it wasn't what I wanted. Just getting smoked by someone's burner account. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was pretty great, too, having Carlos Beltran's niece, <laughs> niece. <laughs> come out and say that Jose Altuve was cheating. Uh, but I'd say that was my favorite moment of the week. Uh, I would have loved it if they would have given it to the Dodgers, being a big Dodger fan, but it's nice to see that the Astros got punished, and I think we can all say the Dodgers are the unofficial champion in the 2017 Major League Baseball season. We cannot say that. I think we can. No. Yes, we can. Mm-mm. The Dodgers were one game away from beating them. So and the, the Astros Yankees are aren't better than the Dodgers? Uh, no. The Yankees couldn't beat them. They didn't have a starting rotation. Yeah, the Dodgers would have beat them, too. It's disappointing we never got to see that series, though. That would have been a great series. Mm-hmm. Yankees. Fans would have gone crazy. Yeah. A lot of fights. Yeah. Cody Bellinger's awful in the playoffs. Yeah, that wasn't that one one where he struck out like his swung at everything yeah. six feet in front of the playoffs. He has never been good in the playoffs. That's true. Yeah. So Yeah, we'll see if they he, can run him back again. The guy season. rakes in the regular season. He might be Kershaw, uh, <laughs> the batter version of Kershaw, <laughs> the hitter. It's probably Kershaw's his head actually now. Like, that's the problem, you know. He's been getting better in the postseason. He's Who? been getting better. Kershaw? Yeah, he's been getting a little better. He just gave up. <laughs> he, gave up. <laughs> he just gave up the home run against Howie Kendrick. Or not against Howie Kendrick. Uh, oh, so Red, no. Red so Dome no. and no. so. But he was good again uh, until then. He faced one batter before that. Oh, wait, no, he started. No, he came in. No. He came in. Bueller started that game. Yeah, <laughs> he got we're, what? What else? We're going to cut that out. No, we're not. We're leaving that in. <laughs> You're just a Nationals fan. <laughs> Hell is going outside Just a looking inside Hell is going outside Friendly Thank you for tuning into the first episode of KD's Burner Podcast. Music courtesy of the NBA on NBC, Brown Boxer Productions, Lobo Locos, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Durant. Stay tuned for our next episode.